So I had a couple for you tonight, and one at the end that's kind of fun. So uh, first, somebody named Samuel, and I heard motor disease, and I looked it up, and it's like a neurological thing. And I, I saw you playing soccer um, with coordination perfectly between your hands and feet, so that'll mean something to you. Um, the next is Samantha, and I just see that you really are trying to get pregnant. You desire a baby so much. So I saw you holding a baby girl with, with really dark hair. So, And then the last, this person has not even thought about this. It's just, this is just something that God wants to tell you. It's named Reggie. And I saw that you used to play a, a bass or some other kind of jazz instrument. And that as you've gotten older, your hands don't really cooperate as much. And you've just accepted it as old age and you've quit playing. And God wants to bring that back to you. And he wants you to not forget that joy. So I just pictured you playing um, and having a couple of gigs and really enjoying that. And I just saw specifically and, and felt that you'll have your full skill set and physical ability your whole life. So kind of cool. Very cool. Thank you. Thanks. All right, I just, uh, uh, so we're going to finish up on healing tonight, and so um, there's been a lot of really amazing testimonies, like I said, almost daily, of people just learning how simple it actually is, but uh, let me just share a couple of things first. First of all, uh, this was a Inspire 100 thank you that came back to us. It says, hi Mike, um, I'm not going to say the name, uh, asked me to forward you this text, and she said, hi Auntie, I watched one video so far. I did get alerts from your church. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. <clears throat> I had COVID and was not be able to get my regular pay. It was a big unexpected hit for me. Please share this message to your church. I want to give a huge thanks out to my aunt and uncle that are, are tied into Freedom Ministries, as well as Inspire 100 for their love and generosity during a very difficult time. I was having financial difficulties, then had COVID, which kept me from going to work for two weeks, which set me back even more. I almost started to stress until I reminded myself that God will always provide and make a way. I had no idea how I'd get the bills paid and buy food for my four children. Inspire 100 blessed me and my family with the funds to pay my bills. I knew it was the favor of God. So again, I want to say thank you. Thank you for your help during this difficult time for me and my family from the bottom of our hearts. I'll be watching the Freedom Ministry services tonight. Amen? That's good. Because that's what we really want is we really want them to get to, hey, you know what? You never have to be in that position again. That's the whole idea of Inspire is not to help them once. It's to build a relationship with them so if they watch one or two services and they really understand, hey, you're completing Christ, everyone, they can do this for the rest of their life. And now what's really cool is a lot of these moms are showing in to inspire. So that's, that's what gets me excited is when the life changes, amen? Not just the continual thing. And so anyway, um, let me just share a couple uh, uh, testimonies here. And so... This one, because we're talking about divine health for you and others, wouldn't that be a gift, a really good thing to know how to do, guys? <laughs> wouldn't it? I think it would be, like, we should really know this as, as being Christ in us. And so, anyway, this is from our friends Bill and Robin in uh, Florida. And so, this is for somebody else, is seeing somebody else whole. And does that actually work? And so, um, they'd asked us and the prayer team to pray for... Uh, their mother's bone biopsy. And so here's testimony. Hey, Mike and Barb, dude and dudette, you're not going to believe this. Actually, you guys probably will. <laughs> Robin and I have been praying for my mom, specifically visualizing her platelet count becoming normal and her calling someone, which turned out to be me today, and telling me that everything was back to normal and she was doing well. So what they're visualizing, guys, is their mom 
just calling going, I feel better than I've ever felt and everything's normal again. That's all they're doing. You guys get this? Okay. So it's not like tonguing and prayer closet for hours, all right? Uh, if you want to do that, you can. It's just a lot more simple. So, so we've been visualizing them telling that everything was, my mom calling and telling that everything was back to normal and she was doing well. Well, that phone call came today. She and my dad called me, but she initiated the call, which never happens and hasn't happened in a while. She was more chipper and like herself, which hasn't been the case for months. She went on to say things are going very well, and they had some really good news. Then my dad grabbed the phone and said, I have some numbers for you to write down. I was like, oh, okay. He said, when we first saw the doctor, my mom's platelet count was 4.1 million, which is way no bueno. Uh, Lucy, you know what that means, right? <laughs> then two weeks later, their next visit is, what, what does way no bueno mean? Yeah, way no good, right? Yeah, way no bueno. Yeah, then two weeks later, their next visit was 2.1 million, still very sick. Then the next week, it was 1.1 million. Then after her appointment today, it was 481,000, which is really close to normal. Anyway, we've been visualizing this while praying and really kind of, oh, ho-hum, not really sure if this is going to work kind of attitude, at least for me anyway, LOL. But holy crap, it happened. I love this. I have to say that... uh, I have to say that they gave her a type of chemo, which has obviously played a part in this, but I don't really care how it happened. I feel like we were at a crossroads with her and things really started to happen after we chose to see a different outcome. I was feeling so sorry for myself today since we visualized my sleep apnea going away Sunday night and 30 minutes later, Robin was nudging me again, telling me to put my mask on like she always does, LOL. But how encouraging is this? If we can do this, anyone can. Christ in you, the hope of glory. We just had to share. Love you guys. Isn't that good? So good. So anyway, um, and this was, if you were on the fellowship last night, Andrew shared this. I know you spent some time with him. And he didn't write this out, but as he was saying, I was like, people need to hear this because a couple weeks ago he was at Aspen and and, uh, um, crashed. Some of you guys know it's called the yard sale, right? Like poles and skis and everything. It's like when you're watching it going, oh, is that guy going to get up, right? Um, And so anyway, he... He was sharing with us, uh, he had a torn ACL, torn MCL, right? They're like, basically your knees, you, you need a reconstructed knee. And they said his thumb was basically hanging on by a thread, all the ligaments, everything. Um, and I know for you specifically, you said, I just see them, the ligaments, the tendons, everything reconnecting and growing back, right? So he was sharing this last night. I'm like, you got to share this stuff. This is so good. And then, uh, so he's, the doctor said, hey, your thumb's a mess. It's basically hanging on by a thread. And so... Anyway, uh, Ashley and Andrew just started to see the ligaments, the tendons, everything growing back, and then she had sent it to the prayer team as well. And he said something, which I'm going to share a little bit tonight, which helps. Because your, your heart, guys, Christ in you, the kingdom of God within you, the subconscious, whatever you want to call it, it's all referencing the same thing. It's using different language. We'll do whatever you tell it to do, whatever you visualize, whatever you picture. And so he said in his mind, I've never watched it, but I guess the Wolverine does this. I've never seen it, so it's like the Wolverine re- regenerate himself. Okay, so I figured when he was saying it. I've never watched it. So, um, But he said, I kept picturing myself like Wolverine, and I pictured my body, my tendons, my ligaments, my muscles growing and reattaching themselves. And within the month, because he said, I don't want to get operations on this, right? I want it to grow back. Um, and within the month, like three weeks later, he was sharing last night, ACL, MCL repaired, ligaments are all back on his thumb. Praise God, huh? Just picturing it. And so one of the things that I like to do is, is um, 
and I'll share this tonight, is like, for me, it's, it's really the imagery that works for you. Like he saw this character, Wolverine, like the ligaments, the tendons, literally like growing back and reconnecting. And pictured that as if that was real. And that works, guys. It really, it's really a fascinating thing. Because Christ in you, the, the, the kingdom within you, is submissive. It takes whatever you tell it to do, and it brings it to pass effortlessly. It's really a fascinating thing. So one of the things that I love to do, just because it works for me, it's not the right way, but I like to see like, um, I like to see the the love of God, the light of God coming out of my fingertips. Like if I'm, if I'm, uh, uh, like we were sharing last night in the fellowship, um, somebody was talking about skin challenges and eczema, etc. I said, you know, can you picture yourself just massaging your face like you're washing your face at the sink, and you can just feel like his light coming through your fingertips, just healing it and making the skin tender and whole and pink and, and fresh. And like, yeah, I can see that. I go, your, your mind takes that. It actually does it and takes that. So, hey, Solo, I was wondering who was with my babe all of a sudden. I'll come down there and pound you a minute. Oh, then I realized it was my son. So, so you're a little close to her. <laughs> but that wouldn't be Christian, so I wouldn't do that. Maybe. So, uh, anyway, isn't that cool? I just think that's cool. Um, is that it? Yeah, there's some others I'm going to share next week, which are really kind of cool. All right, so experiencing health for yourself and others. The main thing I want you guys to get is there's nothing for you to learn. It's really going back to who you've always been. And so it's not some special revelation. It's the, you don't have to have some special faith. There's not any uh, um, religious gymnastics. You all have Christ in you, do you not? And last time I checked, you got the same Christ that I got. Same Christ as Jesus. That's a pretty good Christ, isn't it? And Christ just means the anointing. It's the anointing, right? And so I just want you to know you're fully equipped right now to do all of this. There's nothing to learn. We're just really kind of stepping you through it until you dare to take a step and go, oh, I do have this. And that's probably how you started, isn't it? You just started to explore it and going, well, I think I have this. Isn't it? Yeah. And it appears to work, <laughs> which is really good. So anyway, I want to show you the, the I'm going to show you two clips. The first one uh, you guys are familiar with. It's uh, I've showed it to you before. It's Greg Braden with the Medicineless Hospital. But I want you to hear. I, I clipped it off. It's less than three minutes, but he talks about it at the end. So you're going to see this lady with bladder cancer. One one's the the MRI or whatever it is. You can see the image where there's a, the bladder, and then there's this bump there, which is the cancer. And then they, basically these three people that know how to pray. But I want you to, want you to hear what he says afterwards about how simple it is. So let's, let's just do that first clip now. And the one on the right is obviously going away. There are three practitioners behind her. And here is the tumor right here. The black 
is the emptiness of her bladder. This is the tumor. And now they take a snapshot for reference, a snapshot now. Okay, this is the real time. So this is now reference. This is actual time. Okay, this is two minutes, 40 seconds, two minutes, 40 seconds. This on the left hand side is the reference tumor on the right hand side. The tumor is gone. In the Western way of thinking, modern science says this is a miracle because they do not understand the field that connects everything and they do not understand the language that speaks to that field. But once we understand that is no longer a miracle, that is a technology. And you listen to the chant. Okay, the word that they are using, loosely translated, means already happened. It's already done. In their mind and in their heart, they're coming from the place that the healing has already happened. Not that it's going to happen, and not that it's about to happen, or that it's a long, slow happening, that it has already happened. Did you catch how they did it? They weren't praying for healing. We've been sharing that a lot. What did they pray for? It's really Thanksgiving that it's already happened, right? So they saw the woman already whole and praised as if it's already done. So that's what I'm trying to get people to do is like when they call in with prayer requests, etc. I go, I don't want to hear your stuff. I want to hear what do you want? What's the end result? Because that's Mark 11, 23, 24. If you really understand, it's like, believe I already received it. Then you will. So we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit more. And the Hebrew, it's beautiful. Then we'll pray for anybody who needs it. But I want to show you one other clip. And, I, and um, um, it's real short. It's less than a minute. But it's uh, um, Rhonda Byrne. She, she came out with a secret years ago, right? And she just, she just wrote another book. But she's, inter she's being interviewed by Lewis Howe. And I think you've said you've watched it three, four times already, right? I think all the kids have watched it too. We're like, this is rich. You guys need to watch this. She covers so much ground, but it's just a, less than a minute. I want to share a couple things in it because it really fits in with this too. If we want to hit that clip real quick. The more effortless you are, the greater you manifest everything that you ever dreamt of. To anybody, if you would just think about what you want, that's all you'd ever get in your life. Ooh, it's as simple as that. But a lot right? of people, yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people think a lot of negative things consistently. It's on a loop that just holds yeah. them into this negative pattern. So mm -hmm. how do we break that negative thought pattern? Right. So, so you, I mean, the mind is like a computer program. So, and and the fact that it's on a negative loop is because we programmed it on a negative loop. But but you know, we could have been influenced when we were children and things like that. So. Um, so one of the things that the mind loves is loves repetition. I mean, it loves it. 
you know, if you really watch your thoughts, this is the same old thoughts over and over again, you know. It's just kind of dishing up the same old thing. So it loves repetition. So the way you can override a program is to put in the op. Could you hear that or is that tough to hear? Oh, you could hear it? Maybe I couldn't hear it because the speakers are out here. But uh, the first thing she said in that I think is so powerful. The, the more effortless you are, you can receive anything you want. Why? Because you're learning to live out of the Spirit. You're learning to let the Spirit do it to you. And um, it was really challenging if you watch the whole thing. It's, it's, uh, it's worth it. I would have your kids do it. They, now, I just I share with people, she wrote The Secret. So she uses language Christians are really nervous about, guys, because they use the universe. and um, It's really not that scary, actually. It's God in everything, right? <laughs> they, just, they use terms that Christians get all, they go, but I'm into results, guys. And they're getting results. And so we can make sense of it with our, with our language, with Christianity. They're like, there's this field that Dr. Braden's talking about. In fact, let's go to that next slide, but uh, the first slide. So he, he said some really interesting things in there, which I think she does too. But she, she uh, let me share her a little bit that I'd love you to go watch on that. Is, um, she said something in there. Uh, in that clip, she said, if you only thought about what you wanted, that's all you'd ever experience. That's tough right there. Isn't that challenging? And then she said something, um, and she shares her story. You know, she was several million dollars in debt worth nowhere to go, maxed out her last credit card. And, and uh, she goes, I had to find myself seeing that I could be abundant. I had to picture myself and feel myself being abundant. That was the only way out. And, um, and it turned around, like, obviously. But then she said something else, which I just think is so, so good. She talks about how... Um, she could never be angry again. She goes, I haven't felt anger in years. And so Lewis Howe is shocked because he's going, so if somebody said, you're the worst and this is that, I don't like how you look and I hate the secret and it's new age and, you know, it's, and uh, um, he goes, that wouldn't upset you? She's like, no, that wouldn't upset me because I realized that's not them. That's a belief in them. The real them is perfect. The real love is loving. It's total spirit. And I was like, that is so good to see. And when there's any conflict or anything going on, it's like, that's not the real them. Because the real them is pure Christ. The real them is pure God. And they're loving, they're caring, they're compassionate. They're all those different things. And so they're just expressing some belief system that they've picked up. And uh, I just thought that was awesome. And, you know, she's, she's a lot of really awesome things in there. We're like, if you resist something, we're gonna it's going to grow. Which is why I think if we look at these prayers... In the medicineless hospital, very different than how I was taught in Christianity was rebuke it, cast it out, tell the devil he has to leave, all these different things. Isn't it more simple to just be in joy and go, we're just going to see them healthy and allow the spirit in us, that limitless spirit, to perform it for us in joy? I think that's so beautiful to me. And uh, so, anyway, um, I love that. I just wrote in the video, they simply chose a different possibility. And what he said is he said they saw it and they felt as if it's already done. When they were, they were chanting, it's kind of like what we do with praise and worship. We get our mind off our problems and we, we get out of ourselves a little bit. We get off our problems and the analytical mind and everything going on and we can just rest a little bit and worship and, and sing. And So when they were saying, I don't, I don't remember the word, but it was basically already done. They were getting themselves worked up and feeling the emotion of it's already done. This is already, we're going we're gonna to experience uh, a beautiful thing here. And that, what, I, what I like about Greg Braden, because he was trained in traditional science like me, but they get more intrigued by the things that don't match science. Like, there's something going on here. We would call it the spirit, the, the kingdom of God. But um, 
he said, uh, this thing keeps falling off my ear. Sorry, can you hear me? I don't bend this thing. Hold on. I don't know why. There we go. I think I got it. So, he <clears throat> said, once we know how something works, it should no longer be called a miracle. It should just be technology. It should be how we're designed. And that's what I'm really trying to get across to you tonight. This is not miraculous. We shouldn't be surprised by this. This is how we're literally designed to live, is to see and feel as if it's already done. Pray and then you'll have it, is what you know, the scriptures say. And so anyway, I thought that was good, is we shouldn't make this a big deal. Like when the prayer requests come in, we don't make it a big deal at all, do we? It's not even a, like nobody even gets worked up. It's like, yeah, okay, no problem. <laughs> Let's just deal with it, right? So we see the end as if we want it. And just like, yeah, thank you, Father. And that's what I want to do with you guys tonight. So anyway, he said they don't understand the language of the Spirit or the field, they call it. We would call it the Holy Spirit or God himself. Everything that is is contained in him. Um, because when God created, what did he create out of? Himself. Like, there's nothing to create but out of himself. So everything, everything that's ever created carries his nature. That should be common sense, really. Like, There was nothing and now there's something. Well, there had to be something. God was always there. He's infinite, right? And he's, he's uh, forever. He's never changing. So anything that is shapes and forms to his nature, and his nature is Yahweh, it's Yehoshua, it's all these things we've been sharing. And so anyway, um, he goes, once you realize that all creation bends and shapes to what we do with our heart and mind, now it's no longer a miracle. We just know how to use our technology that we're already built with. Is that cool? I love this stuff. That's why I like... I was telling Barbara, I go, I have no interest in helping people master a book. Um, because while people are trying to figure out and master a book, like, let's just go heal people. Let's go prosper. Let's do all these fun things. Like, I want you to master living in the spirit, which is your real you. And so the, all of this, like the other thing that Rhonda Byrne said, which I thought was awesome, the more effortless you are, the more you can receive anything you want. Meaning that it's not out of willpower. And it was pretty challenging for him because he was a professional athlete. And he's like, yeah, but you know, um, Rhonda, I was a professional athlete and I had to, and then she got him to admit, she's going, yeah, but as a professional athlete, you had to know that when you were at your best, you weren't trying. He goes, you're right. I was in the zone. Like it was flowing through me. I wasn't doing it. And so he actually acknowledges in there. He goes, when I was exerting myself and trying and striving, I was getting injured. Things were happening. It wasn't flowing. And when I just stopped and I saw, I'm going to be one of the greatest football players in the world that flowed out of me. She goes, effortless doesn't mean you're not doing anything. She goes, it means you do stuff effortlessly. It's like flowing through you. That's it's so good to me. Anyway, um, what he says, once, once you realize that everything physical shapes and molds to what you do with your heart and mind, then let's pay attention to what we do with our heart and mind because that's divinity, that's Christ in you, that's the kingdom. And so Mark eleven twenty four. 24, this makes so much sense to me now when, when, uh, when you understand this because that's basically what they're saying. When they were saying wasa or whatever they're saying, it's already done. It's already done. If we look at Mark eleven twenty four, it says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, that would be the end result or the desire, wouldn't it be? Not praying for the biopsy results to change. In fact, I should address that maybe right now. Because so many people are looking for the diagnosis to change versus, I don't really care what it is. If you've seen yourself already whole, if you've ever seen yourself like a bill was saying, I've seen my mom calling me going, everything's fine and I feel better than I've ever felt. I've, now I'm not looking for the, the, the biopsy. I'm not looking for the doctor's report. I'm like, sure, take that in. But if you've already seen the end, know that that's more real than what's going on. 
We don't really care how it gets there. We just see, believe you've already received it. So in his case, he's already received his mom calling me, going, guess what? I got some great news for you. I'm back to normal, feeling better than I've ever felt. That's prayer. We don't have to figure out how we get there. It's so simple, we miss people, right? Going, and somebody's just asked me like, why aren't they teaching this in church? I don't know. They're busy chasing the devil and Democrats. And I don't know what they're doing. Like, they're doing everything that, but this. <laughs> like, they're just, they're making a mess of it, in my opinion. Like, just stop already. Do this. This Wouldn't this be a beautiful thing to know, right? And uh, it works for you and somebody else. So, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you already received it. I've covered this a million times, but they're experiencing the answered prayer as if it's real right now. That's how prayer works. Not hoping for it, not begging God to move, not... Um, you know, let's ask God to do exactly what he did to this person in the Bible. You're missing the whole thing, in my opinion. All those stories are about something that really happens within you already. And so prayer is simply realizing what I've always had, my oneness in God, my Christ in me. So anyway, does that help you? See the answer and feel as if it's already done. It never fails, guys. It's that simple. Amen? All right, let's hit that next slide and I just tell you the, um, so what I was saying, like the, the main thing I wanted to get you across is this is natural. This shouldn't be a miracle. This shouldn't be like, oh yeah, I know how this works. Um, it's very simple. And so whatever thoughts and feelings you repeat to yourself, what Deronda Burns says, your, your heart, it's, it loves repetition. And so whatever you're experiencing right now, guys, it's just something that we've believed because we've been taught it and we repeated it so many times. That's who we are. So the beautiful part is, we're actually designed where we can change it. And it's not that hard. So your heart, Christ in you, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God within, um, all of those stories. Hey, when you pray, don't be like the hypocrites where they're trying to be seen and be praying outside. What does he say to do? Go within. He's like, it's, it happens inside. It's not anything you see on the outside. So real prayer happens in your inner chamber, your prayer closet, where you're face to face with Christ himself and Realizing that's the womb of God that brings whatever we repeat there to us. And so faith, faith. I don't even want you to think about faith. Um, because faith is just what you are at the end of the day. It's like your heart will accept and believe no matter what you tell it, even if it's wrong. So if you, if, and we've all believed lies about ourselves, haven't we? Like, we all have. We've just picked up stuff and... and uh, that's not the real you. The real you is perfect in Christ. It always has been, always will. So, but we believe those lies and our heart produces it no matter what. So that really, it's, there's no judgment in it. It's like, yeah, okay, this is going on in my life. I must have picked up something wrong along the way. Let's not beat myself up about it. Let's, let's just go, let's choose a different thing. And it's as simple as a choice. That's what I want people to get. It's like, you can simply choose a, any outcome you want and your heart will produce it effortlessly. Isn't that beautiful? That's called grace. That's called the kingdom within. That's Christ within. That's the, the mystery of Christ within, this hope of glory, the weightiness of God in you. So anyway, um, it'll bring it to pass. Like in the parable of parables, that's what he's trying to tell you. Your heart is like soil. You get to choose the seed. And whatever thoughts and whatever feelings you just repeat, it'll accept and bring to pass effortlessly. That's pretty cool to me, isn't it? So anyway, um, as I'm looking at Barb and, and Ashley, ladies, I'm going to share Proverbs 31 woman. And it's going to be beautiful for you because it has nothing to do with your gender, all you guys. Have you, ladies, you ever looked at Proverbs 31 woman and go, I'm exhausted just reading it? 
<laughs> it sucks, actually, doesn't it? And so they've abused these women with these scriptures. Um, I've created you male and female is what the Hebrew writers said. So this is the beautiful part of the Proverbs 30 woman. Like She doesn't sleep. She, she pays the bills. She cooks. She does all these things. We've taken that literally and put that on women. And I, I was just like, when does my wife get to sleep in this deal? Right? I know she's like Angela. You guys know what I'm talking about? She can bring home the bacon, fry it up in a pan, <laughs> and never ever let me forget I'm the man. She's my woman. That's the Proverbs 30 woman, like in our thoughts, isn't it? Like she does everything, has nothing to do with that. It's the feminine part of you that never sleeps, never slumbers, feeds you, provides you, pays your bills, does everything, and still just loves you passionately. It's how you're created is the Proverbs 31 woman. So I'll share on that. It'll really free a lot of you guys up. Isn't that nice to know that even when I physically sleep, the woman within me, the Proverbs 31 woman, is never sleeping, never slumming. She gets up before me and starts producing my day before I get up. She starts producing my future and giving me my abundance that I deserve, my health I deserve, all of that before I even wake up. And she keeps doing it while I go to bed. That's the Proverbs 31 woman, how the Hebrews wrote it. Isn't that better? Yeah? You feel better about that? <laughs> when we were talking about that today, she's like, praise God. Because uh, so I'm a strong woman. I go, yeah, I'm married to one. Most of you ladies are strong, right? And it's like, be a Proverbs 31 woman, you Jezebel, you. Good Lord. Be great to be married to you. So it's actually beautiful when you get it. It's in all of us. It's that part that just brings everything to us effortlessly. She works, she cleans, she bathes us, she pampers us, she gives us everything. Anything we desire, we can physically bring and experience in our life. That's cool when you understand that. So anyway... Um, if you only think about what you desire and the joy you would feel, your heart will bring it about. You, you don't have to figure it out. You just see the end. And so we, this is talked about in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Luke 6, you guys know that um, if you go look at the scriptures, we're often portrayed as trees, as wood, as oaks of righteousness. So when you see trees, just think of a man, mankind, right? Trees, we're always portrayed as trees, as oaks of righteousness, as cedars of Lebanon. We're always, we're always those kinds of things. The two trees in the garden, are really about um, your flesh, Esau, the good and evil, and the tree of life. It's the two parts of you. It's the physical and the spiritual. And so anyway, so Luke 6, here Jesus says, each tree is known by its fruit, meaning man. He's talking about men. He's talking about you and I. Like when you look at somebody, you can tell what's going on in their heart by their life. So that's what he's trying to say. Each tree is known by its fruit, indeed. Figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor grapes from brandles. The good man brings good things out of the good treasure of where? Heart. So what he's saying is if you only plant what you want, you only plant good things in there and feel as if you already have it, you'll, you'll see it. They'll bring good things out of their heart. An evil man brings evil things out of the treasure of his heart. Then the next verse, actually, I was actually digging into it a little bit, where you guys are familiar with it. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right? That's really a fascinating thing. I don't even think it has to do with the, the, the physical mouth as I was studying it in Greek. It literally, it, the, the mouth is a gash in the earth like a womb. Isn't that wild? Meaning this, is their life speaks what's going on in their heart. They don't even have to say a word, it speaks. Does that make sense? Like you're birthing out of the gash in the earth, like we're, we're portrayed as the earth too. 
you're going to naturally speak things too that you believe it, but I don't think it's even talking about that. I think it's saying, just watch. And if you, I think this is really self, this is introspective for us is going, okay, what's going on in my heart? Oh, I can tell because this is what I'm experiencing. The mouth speaks. There's a gash in our earth that we, it's like the side of Adam's womb, the side, it's like womb out of his rib. It's literally not a rib. It's he birthed his desire out of himself, Eve, right? So does that help you? So he's going, hey, now if we get to Proverbs 4.23, Old Testament, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it flows the springs of life. Guard your heart with all diligence because whatever I plant there, I'm going to get good or bad. So I better guard that thing is what it's trying to say, right? And also where I was sharing a couple weeks ago where it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own physical understanding. Meaning what you're seeing, guys, is changeable. It's malleable. It shapes and bends to what we do with our heart and mind. So if we want any physical result to change in our life, any relationship to change, our health, our finances, anything, we simply need to be real with ourselves and go, if I thought about all the things I think about every day and just objective about it, what Rhonda Byrne was saying, you're just repeating the old things over and over and over all day. You're nothing new, right? You're just saying, oh, this is who I am and this is how I get. And in the interview she talks about it, she goes, I was like like this on the wheels of life, just going, what, what next bad thing's going to happen to me? She goes, I realized I had to change that if I was ever going to experience health and abundance and, and all these different things. So anyway, guard your heart where it says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lead not on your understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Well, Lord is yud heh vav what I've told you. It's the tetragrammaton. It's the nature of God to be, or I am. If you really just take Yahweh, it's the power of God to hava, which is I am. The power of God to be whatever you see yourself to be is Yahweh. Isn't that interesting? That's Yahweh. So it says, trust in that nature of God with all your heart. Because I think most people are like, I'm trusting in the Lord. Even though they can read it and we can explain it to them, I still think they think it's God out there. Would you guys agree with me? When they're praying to God, even when they're worshiping, they're worshiping something out there. But trust in the Lord is like, trust in what you did in here with your heart, and that'll come to pass. It has nothing to do with this outside God. Amen? He's really going, trust in your oneness in this beautiful design, how I've created all of you, that health, abundance, anything you really desire is already yours, and you can freely receive it at any time. Trust in what you do in there. Does that help you? Now let's go to this next slide, because I want to go through heart a little bit. And I just got to tell you, the more I, the more I get into the Hebrew, um, it's kind of funny because you had a friend going, well, he teaches out of the Bible, doesn't he? I'm going, yeah, but you guys realize it wasn't written in King James. You guys understand that? It wasn't written in English. <laughs> so I think if they actually read the Bible in Greek and Hebrew, they'd be shocked, actually. Like, what? It actually says that? This isn't anything I've been teaching in church. I know, but I'm teaching the Bible. No, you're not, actually. You're teaching a white man's interpretation of that thing, right? Not an Eastern thought is really what you're talking about. So um, that's just real. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant, right? It's like there's no Eastern thought in that whatsoever, how this thing was all brought together. When you read it in Greek and Hebrew, really Hebrew to me, because the Hebrews interpreted even when they wrote it in Greek. That's beautiful to me. So anyway, heart, where it says trust in the heart or guard your heart with all diligence for of its springs of life, you'll see that every story is the exact same thing. And so that word heart, lev, or levav, is lamed bet. And that weird, it's actually the picture of it in Hebrew is a shepherd's staff. So, and bet is your house, your inner man. 
And so Lev is heart, and it says your heart, if you really want to take it in the Hebrew, the thing that leads you within your inner man is your heart. Whatever you believe in there is where you're going to be led. So if you believe that you're not worthy, you're going to, your life is going to be one of I'm not worthy. And the circumstances are going to come up in your life to prove to you that you're not worthy. Does that make sense? So if, if people aren't responding to you correctly, change how you see yourself and they'll respond to you correctly. It's a fascinating thing. You don't have to worry about anybody. You don't have to change anybody else. Just change you. And it'll work, which is fun. So anyway, so Lamed Bet or Lamed Bet Bet, the house of houses, the, the leader within the house of houses is heart. And so the shepherd leader within your house. And then I've, I've shared with you this cough again, but it was really fitting for what we're doing about healing today. Because if you simply see yourself already whole, simply see yourself already vibrant, or do it for somebody else. Hey, we just got this diagnosis. Yeah, that's great. What do we want? Let's see them completely whole, healthy, as if it's, it's never happened to them. And that will cough. It's, when, when you look at that word up in this verse, it says, lavake. They add a cough to it. And I've shared this with you. Cough, the Hebrew letter cough, literally means any choice you could ever make in the spiritual will shape and form physically. Isn't that what they're saying? So this medicineless hospital, which has like a 96% success rate, I think it was actually shut down by the Chinese government. Um, so that doesn't work, right? You can't have that without... You can't build St. Francis if you don't have that. But wouldn't that be a good thing for us to know? Amen? That's what they're saying. It's like when you understand the language of the field, they use language that Christians get uncomfortable with. I would say when you understand the language of God, the language of the Spirit, that everything's contained and contains the nature of God himself. Everything's created within him. And everything bends and shapes to what we see within and what we feel within. That's the language he's talking about. That's prayer. And that's Hebrew. Your heart, they knew, whatever you plant there, your heart will naturally believe and have faith. You don't have to worry about faith. If you repeat the same image and feeling, your heart just goes, okay, they want to change in their life. I will produce that. And you'll know you have faith. You don't have to work at it. You don't have to build it. You are it. That's it. It's your heart does this all by itself and you'll wake up and go, huh, I don't feel that way anymore. If you repeat, only good. Does that help you? Faith is just something that happens to you. Don't even worry about if you have enough faith. Know that your heart is the faither. It produces it automatically. Whatever you repeat there, your heart will actually accept eventually and go, okay, this is how it's going to happen. And uh, it immediately goes to work, that Proverbs 31 woman in us, that Christ within, while we sleep, brings everything, the right relationships, the right finances, Everything's already taken care of by that Proverbs 31 woman in us. And we wake up and enjoy it. Isn't that good? I love that stuff if you understand it. So the Jewish mysticism, the two letters of the word cough, and I don't even like the word mysticism because it's like, oh, it's just, how many times does Paul use the mystery of the kingdom? Jesus used the mystery of the kingdom. All it meant was the secret thing that I've, I've, that I've shared with you, how wonderful this thing works. It was mystic because you can't see it. But it's happening and it's real within you. And that's why I love Braden. He goes, once we know how this works, it's no longer a mystery. It's no longer a miracle. It's just what we do. And that's what I'm trying to get people to do. Like, this isn't a big deal. Just, this is what we do. Does that help you guys? And the one thing I would encourage you not to do, which I've really been trying to share with people, is um, 
if you're going to call your parents, if you're going to call your prayer group, don't share all the junk with them because they have no idea. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's nothing going on until you all of a sudden tell them. So let me give you an example. So we've been doing this a lot with with the prayer team and different people on the, on the fellowships because here's what they'll do. And it's really challenging for some of you guys because we're, we're kind of putting these rules on only tell me what you want. And is it difficult for them to do? They can't do it. They, they have to share. I know you don't want to hear this, but I feel like I have to tell you. Like, no, you don't. No, you feel like you have to tell me. You don't need to tell me. You feel like, because that's who they are right now. They identify with it, no matter how hard. And then finally, we got to go through this like three or four times. I know you had an accident. You've told me that. Some of these times, like, well, you know, I had an accident four years ago. I, I know. Well, how do you know? Because you tell me every time I talk to you. Like, what I want to know is, do you want to be over it? Do you want to see yourself way better than before the accident happened? Like, things were restored and things happened in my life, and I'm better now. That's what we should focus on, right? It's really kind of comical to me, <laughs> So if I'm short with you, I'm doing it short for a reason. Because if you keep telling yourself, I had this accident, your brain is going, yep, and I'm going to keep you right where you are. Well, I'm in this relationship, yep, and it's going to keep you right where you are. Follow me? You have the ability to change anything. Your heart is limitless, whatever you plant there. So only plant what you want. Anyway, so the secret, the, what do I call it? I would just call it kingdom of God, Christ in you, not mysticism, not mystery, because the mystery... Let's just say this, the truth in the spirit, the mystery that's been hidden for ages is what it says. It says, the truth of who you've always been is God is not out there somewhere. The anointing Christ in you is in you, someplace you would never look, right here. And it's the hope of glory, the weightiness of God you hold. That's cool to me. That's the mystery. So the Jewish mysticism, the two letters are cough, where the initial two letters of the Hebrew is koach, potential, poel, actual. Suggesting that koph enables the hidden power, Latin power of the spiritual, the potential to be made actual in the physical. So literally, is that your heart is this. Whatever you think on and whatever you feel consistently, your heart will literally produce anything. That's a good gift, isn't it? That's the mystery of the kingdom of God within us. That's Christ in us. Amen? Does that help you? All right, let's just finish up on prayer here because uh, anybody need prayer for health or somebody else? All right. Um, let's just go to this last slide because everybody online, that, guys, this is what we're doing. I'm telling you, it's not hard. In fact, I would just challenge yourself to go, I'm going to loosen myself up and just believe that Christ is in me. Like Christians say it, they verbalize it. I just don't think they believe it. They, they even read it. They go, yeah, it says that. I know. Let's actually do it. Like if, if God's one with me and I'm one with God and he's given me his glory, that should mean something to us. It shouldn't be, I said these magic words when I was 13. What good does that do you at the end of the day, in all honesty? Right? And uh, that's where I was challenging one of the... <laughs> oh, my, I'm not going to go there. So, because they they're like, well, the Bible... I said, yeah, but when a single mom with cancer comes to you, do they really care about that theology? Like the Bible clearly says, that's the last thing that mom wants to hear at that point, isn't it? I, I don't know, I've never been in that position, but I can't imagine, like, yeah, well, let me show you what the Bible says. Like, vomit, right? It should be, hey, no problem. We know how to do this. Wouldn't that be reassuring to that mom? 
Amen? In fact, that guy that was calling me about Inspire yesterday, I said, here's what I want you to do. I said, we can help. But if I only help, I've helped one time, and she's going to be in the same boat next month because she hasn't changed this yet. Amen? So I said, that's not what Inspire is about. Inspire is about building relationships so they tie in. So I said, here's what I would encourage you to do with this lady. Go. Because we believe stuff that we're told, right? So I said, here's what you do. I'm just me. I'm nothing special. But I have Christ in me, which is pretty special. So I said, tell her, I want you to talk to this guy. Because if you listen to him, you'll never struggle again in your life. I said, are you willing to tell her that? Now, how did she set me up? Her belief level probably went up when I talked to me, and then she'll meet me and be disappointed, but that's okay. So, <laughs> but guess what? Her belief in me just went up, right? And you know all I'm going to share? Hey, Mary, let me tell you how powerful and wonderful you created are. All I want you to see, and I get it. I was raised by a single mom. I get it. It's tough. I said, but you know what? Let's, let's take our eyes off all of that. Because if you, if you want to stay in that, I can't help you. If you're not going to change what's going on in here, you're just going to perpetuate it. Your kids are probably going to go through it, and their kids are going to probably going to go through it, and it's just, you're, you're just going to do this whole thing. But if you're just willing to see something different and feel as if it's different, I'm going to, I walk her through what I'm going to walk you through right now. That will change everything in her life because she realizes how easy it's been. Amen? So anyway, how to do this, how to experience health for yourself or others. Are you getting this, that it's really not hard, I simply change what I pay attention to and feel as if it's already done. Your heart and mind, that's all it is. And Christ in you, the kingdom brings it to pass, no questions asked. The Proverbs 31 woman, all those stories are the same, guys. So, really take some time to do this. This is why it's so interesting when we're praying with people. Like, when we ask them, what do you want? They're like, I've never thought about that. That's what they tell me. Like, well, what? I wanted to say a farm word. Like, well, what the... What do you want from me then, right? Like, how am I going to help you if, I, if you don't know what you want? Like, what do you want? And you want some worthiness issue. They don't believe they can, they're worthy. I'm like, you're God's kid. You inherited the whole stinking thing. You got it all, man. You're a Rockefeller. You're a, you're a gay, who's the richest guy now? I know it backs and forth. And the, the, Elon, who is it? Bezos. Bezos right now? Yeah, he's been on the day. So just pick a name, right? You're that. I got a good inheritance. And if you can really see who you are, you have all of it. Amen? You have all of that at your disposal at any time. Isn't that cool? That's who you are. That's the king's kid. That's the Christ in you. That's the inheritance. That's the son and the love son and daughter. That's the bride of Christ. All this imagery that they share in the Bible about who you are. So just know you're totally worthy to receive anything you want. And it's as simple as this. Can I see myself already as the person I want to be? And feel as if I already am that person. If you can just shift those two little things, guys, the world's your oyster. I'm telling you, it starts to happen to you. So, what do you want? And that's really just going, if I could, like, brainstorm, just get excited and take the limits off, guys. Don't, because we'll try to limit ourselves by what we know. I've got this much education. I work this hard. I, I got this thing. I got that. I, I, I don't have this. Stop. The heart doesn't know anything but what you tell it. It's limitless. Amen? So just start going, what do I want? What do I want? Gosh, if I could, I can tell when we finally hit that nerve. It's like, you mean, oh, that would be amazing. It's like, all right, 
If Jesus came to you today and said, you've got it, how would you feel? Oh my God. That's when they all suddenly start blowing up. I go, well, you don't need to wait for Jesus. He's one with you. You can tell yourself you have it right now. Oh. Because they haven't outside Jesus yet, right? Not realizing, no, I'm within you. You're one. How do I know, how do I know if God's hearing me? Can you hear yourself? You're really loud. You talk to yourself all day. God's not hard of hearing. Whose hearing does he use? Yours. So he's like, I, like I was sharing last week with Rebecca. Rebecca is the female part of you. Like the minute you have a thought, the, the, the wife of you, the Proverbs 31 woman goes, oh, AJ has a thought. Let me start bringing that to pass. Amen? That's how simple it is, guys. He's not out there. He hears everything you do. And once we can really get, like, he's this beautiful husband, this beautiful supplier, anything we want, the, the woman inside of us doesn't think, she doesn't do everything, she's submissive and brings anything we want to pass. Doesn't even ask questions. Doesn't go, do you deserve it? Are you from the right background? Do you have the right education? Do you work hard enough? No way. None of that. She goes, oh, you want that? Oh, let me give it to you. It already is yours. So what do you want? And then the next thing, Dispenza would call that a clear intention. I would just go, what do you want? What do you want? And I think the challenge with most people is becoming more and more clear as I'm reading the Hebrew. It's like, you literally can experience anything in the physical on this earth that, that you would desire. Anything. Like people go, do you have the ability to bring any physical experience into your life? I think you absolutely do. I think you absolutely do. The more I understand just who we are in the Hebrew scriptures and really what they were talking about Christ in you. So anyway, then the next is the, the elevated emotion. And, and if we really just look at just basics, if we look at language, emotion is energy that moves. So we're getting from a, a negative, oh, the life sucks, this is what happened to me. Um, uh, I fell on my rib and I'm going to fall out of this chairlift and die and I'm going to be on Fox News. Like that just, oh, let's change that. <laughs> because that all went through my mind. So I literally couldn't breathe. Once I got it, I was like, uh-oh, that rib is either cracked or it's, it's pushing out. Something's not, something's amiss. And then I realized, like, duh, like, what are you, Mike, what are you doing? You're, and I didn't go, Shonda, I didn't do any of that. You know what I did? I was like, oh, stop being so silly. You teach this. I go, I know. Just, like, I know. God, don't hear me this time. It's too late. I'm the Proverbs 31. I hear anything you want. I'll bring anything you want. Like, oh, that sucks, man. Why can't you just be different for this minute? But all I started to do, honestly, it's like, it was pretty serious to me at the time. I was like, this actually, like, this isn't good, you know? So, guys, I sent you that picture. Sent that guy hanging out of the lift where he got hooked by the pants of his pants. <laughs> he's upside down hanging by his pants. It's just, his buns are out there in the coat. It's just funny to me. So, I go, but that's the imagery I had, like, on AccuWeather. I'm like, oh, that would, wouldn't that be the worst? Like, you, you get hooked up there and you're, everything's hanging out, and, right? Wouldn't that be bad? That's the imagery. I was like, don't look at those things anymore because the, the, the earth will bring forth anything you want. So I'm like, I don't want that. Too late. So what I started to do was I, I literally going, you know what? I see myself at home enjoying my wife and kids tonight. And almost immediately everything went away. Like my rib shifted and it went away. I was like, praise God it works. Like, thank God. And I was sharing with you, like, it's limitless, guys. You know, you've heard me share this testimony, but I wrote it in the email, like, when we, when we had Solomon, it was, it was not good. It's because we were listening to the doctors, and this is what's going to happen. Your water's going to break, and then you're going to start pushing, and it was like miserable. So the last two children, she didn't have any labor. 
simply because she chose, she's like, that, did, that wasn't fun. But I think most women are never taught that there's anything other than that, right? Well, if we can choose any possibility, wouldn't it be better to just have a baby versus go through the labor to have a baby? Wouldn't that be better? So the last two, she's like, we never talked about it. And she's the, I mean, I'm just up here acting like I know what I'm doing. She actually did it. But we had these discussions. We're like, we're not going to talk about going into labor because the midwife even is telling us, this is the process, your water breaks, and then da-da-da-da, you know. And so we're like, you know what? How we're going to see and speak is your water's going to break and we're going to have a baby. That's it. And then you guys know the story. Like 23 hours later, she's on an airplane walking around the mall in California with a 23-hour-old baby. That's good, isn't it? We're not special. We didn't have any special faith. We just started to believe who we were. Like, we really have this ability in us. And, you know, I've shared those testimonies, like the one that really struck me with, with, with Bishop when we went to Africa is the woman without a womb. And he's like, well, that's not a problem because he didn't look at how we're going to get there. He goes, what do you want? She goes, I want a baby. And he's like, woman. He's like, really, isn't he? Woman, do you want a baby or do you want a womb? Make up your mind. So awesome to me. I was like, that is awesome to me. We don't have to accept what's going on if our heart is truly limitless. Could Jesus, the God that you envisioned, could Jesus have a baby without a womb? He's pure spirit, right? Of course he could. That's what he's trying to tell us. Like, you're more spirit than anything, guys. You're way more spirit. So anyway, what do you want? It's limitless. It's limitless. And then why do you want it? That would be the elevated emotion. And I've shared with you last week, is like the example I was using is if somebody, if somebody has a, um, you know, arthritic knees, like I was using that example, a grandpa, dad, whatever, going, um, hey, I want, I want to be healed. Okay, that's, that's what you want. You want your knees and your ankles and everything to be whole so, so you feel whole. But why do you want it? And it helps, guys, if you bring in a family member you love or somebody that you can experience life with because we're very relational. We're, how we're designed is this. They use the language of marriage and father-son and all these things so we realize it's relational. Because love, by its definition, takes another because love is outgoing. It's love gives, right? So it has to... So, Anyway, the example I was using is if you wanted to be healed of arthritis, um, can you see yourself enjoying running around at the park with your grandkids? And almost any time I do this with them, they're like, oh yeah, that would be amazing. I go, now you got it. So I said, here's how simple prayer is to be healed of your arthritis. Don't even look at the arthritis. Don't even look at anything else. See yourself whole, enjoying the day with your grandkids in amazement that it worked. My knees are whole. My wrists are whole. My ankles are whole. I'm running around with my grandkids like I'm 19 again. That's prayer. Does that help you? Because your heart doesn't know. Your heart going, oh, you want that to change? I can make that happen. I'm limitless. That's Christ in you. Isn't that cool? All right, so let's just pray. Oh, is this good to finish up on? Is this a good summary? You guys getting it? It really is quite simple, guys. It's like you're designed to do this. So you're not, this isn't supposed to be difficult. So if you're not looking for uh, health or anything now, you can do this with somebody else. So what I would recommend you do is whether you breathe, whether, you're, whether you use your eyes, just do it. A anybody, like any athlete, if you've gone through athletics or most of you moms have done this when your kids are freaking out, right? What do you, what do you tell your kids when they come in, they're screaming, they're bleeding, whatever? What do you tell your kids? 
just settle down, <laughs> take a deep breath, don't you? Um, why? Because we know that they're, they've got their total focus on what's wrong right now. Like, look at that. That doesn't look right. Like, yeah, that doesn't look right. But as a mom, you don't freak out. At least you shouldn't, because then the kid's like, oh my God, mom's freaking out, right? I guess I better be nervous about this. We're not nervous about it until somebody else freaks out, usually. You're like, you're, oh, that didn't look good, right? So you take a deep breath, because really all you're doing is like worship. We're taking our mind off what we don't want so we can put our attention on something we do want. That's how our heart works. That's how the Christ in us works. So breathe, you know, take some deep breaths. I love to do my eyes up about until they flutter a little bit, 20, 30 degrees above the horizon. All right, if you know what you want, then how are you going to feel? It's always a fruit of the Spirit. It's always like joy. Or I would feel joy is the number one. Joy and gratitude, guys. Like, I would be so grateful that I'm healed because I could ski. I could be um, playing with my kids. I could, in, I could have a great uh, relationship with my spouse. So whatever it is, guys, see yourself enjoying, um, feeling the joy of them experiencing their answered prayer with you already. Does that give you a good visual? All right, so let's just do this. So, Father, we just thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And this doesn't have to be health, guys. This could be relational. This could be abundance, etc. It really works in anything. When you really get that you're the bride of Christ, that he pampers you, he spoils you, it's that, that feminine side of you, even though you're the bride, just does anything you want for you. It works night and day. And the best thing is to pray and go to sleep realizing that I give to my beloved when they rest. I give to my beloved when they rest. Thank you, Father. You just take some deep breaths, and really all you're doing is, I, I like to count people down initially. Not You have to do it any special way, but I'll just count you down from 10 to 1, because if you can visualize 10, 9, 8, and just see those images in your mind, you automatically are taking your eyes off the problem. That's all we're doing. And your body naturally just starts to rest and your body and your mind becomes a rest. The more you do it, the minute you start counting down, your body naturally goes, oh, I'm supposed to calm down and, get, and be at peace right now. Does that help you guys? Why? You don't have to do any of that. It's just, to me, it makes total sense because when they put the EKGs and the EEGs on you, they can watch your heart and your breath and everything get into rhythm and get into peace. So it's just worth doing, in my opinion. Oh, what, did we, what were we listening today, sweet? Where there's like, I go through the breath work. What was that? Remember we both looked at each other and thought, well, that was interesting. And it was on the ESPN, something. Wasn't it? Oh, no, 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 no. It was the hockey game last night. It was the avalanche. It was the avalanche. So Mishka, was the, the, he's got his first NHL win last night. And so, the, the, so they, the avalanche won and they were asking him, hey, how did it feel when you got the call and you, were, you knew you were going to be in the net tonight and start? And he goes, I went through my breath work and saw myself already doing it. I was like, see, these guys that are best in the world, they all do this. And then Christians go, that's evil. It's of the devil. I'm like, I want to bang my head on the wall. It's, like, no, it's not. It's called your breath. And if you really can get this image, guys, breath, the word pneuma in Scripture, the breath of God, the first definition is just breath the breath of God. And so literally anything that has breath does what? Praises the Lord. So if you can get this image, every breath, I'm breathing in divinity because it's, it's him. It's, everything's tied to it. It's really a fascinating thing. 
So if you can get that guy, that imagery, like, hey, every breath is like Wolverine. It's like the, the, the healing of God is going through every fiber of my body. Now, here's a good image. I, I did this the other day. Is, is God pretty abundant? I was just playing with this, just going, I was letting, I was letting my mind just go and different things like that. So if somebody's, if somebody's struggling, whatever, all that means is you've picked up a belief about yourself. You're not worthy to have it. Your money's hard. You got to work hard for it. That is a belief, guys. That's not true. It's a belief. Slaves work, strive. Sons and daughters do what? Inherit is what it says. That's all scripture. Now, some of you guys, all you know is slavery. You just, I worked my butt off and this is what happens. I go, I know, but you can't even enjoy it when you have it then. Because you think, if I ever stop doing this, then this goes away. Wouldn't it be better to inherit? Just going, I realize my heart will bring to anything. So if I start telling myself, abundance is easy. Every breath I take, I'm breathing in God. It's pneuma. It's the Spirit of God. Every breath I take, $1,000 flows into me and flows out to me. $1,000. I, 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 I just wrote it out. $7 billion a year. That be good? Like, that's good imagery, isn't it? Like just making it easy for you. Like every breath I take, which is the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God contains everything. Every breath I take heals my relationship. Every breath I take heals my relationship with my kids. Every breath I take heals my relationship with my spouse. I'm breathing in God every time I do it. That's a good imagery. You can use that. I'm just giving you things that I play around with and go, man, that felt good actually. So, ah, thank you, Father. We're just breathing. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Now, whatever you're looking for, just break for me. I like to put like a picture image, like hay, the Hebrew word hay is an open window. So if you can, in your imagination, you see an open window ahead of you and just place yourself there. Place your, the end result that you want. If it's health, you see that part of your body. And I like the imagery where, thank you, Father, that I have complete health there. Even as I look at it, like literally the, the healing power of God, the love of God is flowing through every fiber. And I like to see light going through my hands and through my body as if, as if it's the light of God just touching everything. Kind of like Andrew's testimony was like that Ashley was sharing with him, hey, I see your ligaments, your tendons, your muscles, everything reattaching and becoming whole, new, and vibrant. That just gets you excited when you start imaging that stuff. It works. And how good would you feel? to send the testimony or to go, if you're married or with a loved one, with your kids or grandkids, now picture yourself enjoying that with them. Hey guys, guess what? I'm completely whole, as if it's never happened. And I'm now enjoying that part of my life with them, with young and vibrant and full of life. Just feel the joy you would feel, and how grateful you would be. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just take some time to picture you and that loved one, that family member, that spouse. Like Bill was sharing, he's like, I pictured my mom calling me going, I've got great news. And he goes, that's exactly what happened. So he was feeling the joy as he's picturing his mom going, hey son, I've got great news. I'm completely whole. Because I'm telling you, your heart is limitless and will bring that to pass. You don't have to struggle for it. You don't have to strain for it. Fall asleep in that and realize the minute you did it, you have it. And Christ in you, that seed you planted in your heart, he's bringing it to pass with no more effort on your own. It'll happen to you. Amen? Does that help you guys? That's how simple it is. 
Uh, we talk about health. It works in everything. So if you need prayer, come on down. But uh, tomorrow night, fellowship, 6 o'clock, uh, we'll do one more. So if people, people want physical healing for themselves or others, just come and tell me what you want, and then we'll help you do it. Some of us that are, we'll help you just go through it. And you watch, you'll experience the testimony. You'll be the next one sending us a testimony. Amen? All right, God bless you guys. Hopefully that helped.